are the Borg. Prepare your human ears for green shirt assimilation. Existence as you know it is over. Cameron's transformation from next generation newbie is well underway. Will someone please explain the holodeck to me? Co-hosts Marcy and Rob are adding their biological distinctiveness to his. Ugh, gross. And I quit. Arnold doesn't like it. Resistance is futile. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to the green shirt bonus episode, Star Trek, the next generation, the next generation. We're here to wonder, if TNG were made today, who would be the perfect cast? And here to help in this monumental and important task, the better versions of myself, the Michael J. Fox to my Eric Stoltz, Rob. Hey, don't call me chicken. The Tignataro to my douchebag guy who got cut out of Army of the Dead, Marcy. Nice. Good pull. And the Vigo Mortensen to my poor, poor Stuart Townsend, producer John T. Bolds. I kick a helmet and scream a lot because I broke my own toe right then. Ah, (laughs) such a good scene. Stuart Townsend (laughs) wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have committed to that scene. I thought it would be the Michael Bean to your James Ramar. Damn it. (sighs) Aliens. Oh, right, 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 right. Hell yeah, though. I'll take Vigo Mortensen. (laughs) Well, before we get to the business of our recast, I do want to make uh, a pretty big announcement. If this is your first time tuning in to Green Shirt, and maybe it is, because this will probably be one of our more standalone episodes, uh, Marcy here is leaving the podcast next season five, and we have been pulling our hair out looking for a replacement, and I think we have found her. You know, I mean, it, it was important to me. I did want another female perspective on the podcast. I think that was important. And the only other thing I really wanted was just someone who had grown up with The Next Generation and loved it as much as Marcy and loved those characters. And I think we found that person in our previous guest, Miss Bobby Blue, will be joining us for season five in the co-host chair. But does what's her take on dick jokes? How does she feel about dick jokes? <laughs> if I remember correctly, like Marcy, she leaned more towards the poop jokes, but was perfectly fine with a dick joke. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Just double checking. I am going to have to press her on her super soldier perspectives. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. She's probably going to lean more towards you, I'm sure. <laughs> so that should be exciting. Yay, Bobby! Woo! Yeah. Heck yeah. We'll try to get her on for our next bonus episode for a little preview of Bobby. But now let's get into this recast. So what we are doing is imagining if The Next Generation were made today, which of today's current actors in their current form do we think would best fit these characters? We don't have a lot of rules for this recast. We're going to go through. We uh, previously randomly decided who would go first, which is going to be Rob. He'll go first for the first character, and then we'll take turns going first and turn from there. Don't worry about it. That's all on us. Uh, (laughs) The only really other big rule is that an actor can only be chosen once for the entire recast. So once an actor has been chosen for one person's cast, they're off the table for all characters going forward. Uh. All right. We're prepared. We're committing to that. We're prepared for that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm ready. Okay. You're all all in big trouble. You're going to lose this. All right. Well, before jumping straight into it, uh, does anyone want to share any strategies they, they had when going in? Any... Are we doing any gender swap casts? Are we doing any kind of Kelvin timeline cast? What, what were you guys thinking coming into this? I'm taking a big swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's not a big swing. I'm doing this because I have. Uh, I am a. Fa- I'm a fan of TV shows and film, and I. Uh, but when given a pool of any actor, I yeah. will not. I need to narrow it down. So what I am doing is something very specific. This is Star Trek through the lens 
of Wes Anderson. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yes, this is uh, taking Wes Anderson's usual stable oh, of actors. I think I can make it some will, guesses right whew, now. Hell it's yeah. pretty fun. It's a, it's a fun exercise, and I could, wouldn't mind your guys' chiming in from time to time, because I'm not sure if I chose correctly. I, <laughs> I'm in the belief that uh, actors that you don't there's just too many actors that are so good that you think we're going to suck in a role, but then like you can picture, like, mm-hmm. I don't know that just like stand out. So I, you know, I just I think so many actors could fill so many of these roles, but that's, that's the take I'm taking. I'm okay. Going All right. Yeah. I, I went definitely more traditional. I'm maybe with just a little bit more of an updated twist to it. Um, kind of tried to ignore race and gender somewhat and some characters. Yes. Yeah, some characters. No. So I went with people. I want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> great strategy and, great strategy and badass chicks i love this i love this john did you have a strategy uh, going I in i tried to stick as close to um gender and race as possible as the original cast okay. i did i had some big a-listers and i tried to step it down to b-listers or former A-listers. Mm-hmm. So okay. I didn't, you know, there's not going to be a George Clooney on my list, but maybe somebody who formerly or could be eventually that kind of star power. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I will say like what I tried to stick to was age, but because I'm not as big a film geek as I was about five years ago, probably most of my actors are five to 10 years older than they really should be. Oh, I actually very closely stuck to age of the cast. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 That was one of my main. Like the age they are now? I mean, I feel like the age that they were most popular. Yeah. No, like the year the show started, I tried to find actors as close to that age as possible. I'm just going to like preface mine so-and-so from this time. Oh, interesting. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I, I was going to do that, but then I read the email, like, <laughs> if we were casting it today, and I got nervous and I started casting it with... Uh, the, the I email's... was like, I ignored that. I was like, well, that's not that big a deal. Well, then then I guess I... Because gonna... then you can't pick anybody from, like, the 40s or anything, because they're way too old for any of these roles. Right. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's a That's a fun... I just had to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like we're going to come from different directions, so this should be four very unique and uh, interesting casts. I'm excited to jump into them. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like I said, Rob will be beginning with Tasha Yar. Who would you like to see play Tasha Yar? Tasha Yar. Um, I was looking at the, uh, you know, this is where I began my long list of um, Wes Anderson actresses. And um, there's a young lady that was in a movie called Hannah. She played the mm. young lady in that. It's Sorsha Ronan. Yeah. She's in uh, Moonrise Kingdom as the love interest of the hotelier uh that's Sorsha Ronan. That's a good pick. Uh, yeah, she's young and blonde and has some action uh, experience, and she's a very good actress. Yep. And that is my choice for Tasha Yar. She was I on like my it. short list, but not did not make the final Whoa. three. Yep. All, All right. right. Well, let us know your number one, then, John. You're next. My number one, I think, is probably pretty on the nose. I have to go with Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie Davis. I'm going to Google Who's her that? real quick. Um, <laughs> She was in the new, newest Terminator, short blonde hair. She's in uh, Halt and Catch oh, Fire. Yeah. Like, mm. honestly, I think she could pull off Troy, but I had a couple close runners up. Yeah, she was, she was the new Terminator, right? Yes. Yeah, the new, yeah. she was the new, help, the new good Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got it. Okay, yeah, yeah no, that's She was like great. the that's protector. Good. I didn't even think of her. Yeah. Marcy, I'm excited to hear your Tasha. Well, this is a real tough one because you know how much I love 
Tasha. And I know what Cam probably thinks I'm going to pick, but I'm not allowed to talk about my sub picks until later. Uh Uh-huh. So I think I'm going with Charlize Theron because she is the most fucking badass chick. God damn it, Marcy. Uh, and- <laughs> God damn it. First one has been stolen. Okay, Already who stole you one of mine. Charlize for John. Well, I mean, come on. She's like, she's oh. everything you would have wanted Tasha mm-hmm. to be in that first season. Like, because every... Every movie that Charlize Theron is in, she just brings this gravitas to it. She's tall and strong. And, like, of course, you know, I love Mad Max Fury Road. I was going to say, Furiosa is basically what Tasha should have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's just, I, I love that actress. And, you know, I was a, it was a toss-up between two actresses, but Charlize Theron just, like, won it because she Excellent is choice. such a good actress in general too because this other actress isn't that great of an actress so i had to go with the better actress all right so marcy is it charlie's now which i think could work or are you thinking a younger version yeah i think like a little more mature tasha would have been something that i would have enjoyed yeah yeah a little more war torn and yeah yeah all right i'm really proud of my tasha i mean i've got i've got a few good ones here but my top one it's going to be a little lesser known. I, Marcy's going to know who this is. It's Eliza Coop. And if you don't know that name, she played Tiger in Future Man, which is basically oh a God, character yes! based exactly off of Tasha. She comes from a horrible <laughs> dystopian future, hypersexualized, super violent. I would yeah, love to see her play that's Tasha. That's kind of spot on. It's They're a like, little almost too perfect. Yeah, like side by side, Charlie Theron, I think is the more like if you were going to do a like if you were doing J.J. Abrams, Tasha it would be like Charlize. And yeah. if you were just doing like the a show, TV show, yeah, it would be her. Yeah, yeah. I have some other pick. big aims, but I think I think she would knock it out of the park. Yeah. All right, so uh, what we're going to do now is throw out any kind of honorable mentions we were really proud of. And one more rule I did forget to mention at the top. We all get one steal. We can steal someone's honorable mention if we like it better than our official pick and can plop it in. Only once for the entire cast, so use it well. Uh, any any names you guys want to throw out there that you all liked? First of all, I hope that I didn't say that Sorsha Ronan was in Moonrise Kingdom. It's uh, Grand, Budapest, Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm now wondering if I said the wrong title. The, you, you did say the wrong title, and I acted like I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sorsha Ronan was in Grand Budapest Hotel, so fuck. Got it. Okay, um, the actress, sense. the other actress I was thinking of is Kara Hayward, who is the young lady from Moonrise Kingdom. The boy runs away with the young girl. Oh, yeah. But yeah. she's not uh, that. I just was considering her just as a young actress, but she's not in mm-hmm. any like action shit. So that you know, mm-hmm. doesn't really count. Anyway, uh, edit that back in, <laughs> but don't. <laughs> My my very close second was Florence Pugh from the new uh, oh, yeah. Black Widow yep. movie, the uh, Black Widow sister, super yep. badass, very dramatic. I figured somebody would pick uh, her. I think she could do it. Yeah. In my yeah, my close second runner up was Sophie Turner from Game oh, of Thrones okay. and X Men. Uh-huh. So, yeah, this is very interesting to me. I I obviously <laughs> I thought Cam would pick 
Katie Sackoff from Battlestar oh, Galactica. I <laughs> knew it was Katie Sackoff. She was my second choice. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I had yeah. so many choices for this, but like my other choice was Jeanette Goldstein from Aliens. Nice. She's Vasquez. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. From back then. For and sure, I was yeah. from from when she was Vasquez. Yeah, and yeah. like it was hard, like <laughs> But I had to go with Charlize. Yeah. Gwendolyn Christie also popped in my mind, of course. If you really oh. just wanted that physical presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Rob, take us down the Wesley cast hole. Take us into Wesley's <laughs> hole, John. Am I going first oh, every wait, time or Rob are we doing like a... Again? No, no, no. I we're doing around Robin. Yeah, so now John starts us off. There you go. Did I say Rob? I'm sorry. How dare you? Wesley was honestly my toughest one. Mm. Um, I only have one pick, so I'm glad I get to go first. <laughs> um, yeah, because like I don't watch a lot of current TV. I don't watch like Riverdale, yeah. and I tried to watch. I wanted to pick somebody at least within. Well, I'm pretty sure most Riverdale actors years. are probably in their twenties. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't. I didn't want a 25 year old, so yeah. I picked uh, the the main young. Sort of smartass, smarmy character actor I can think of <laughs> is uh, Aiden Gallagher, who is number five from the Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay, yeah. oh. so if you haven't seen, I was like, oh, he'd be a excellent yeah. Wesley. So I'm, my pick is definitely Aiden. My Gallagher. son is into okay. some Nick, some one of those dumb Nickelodeon shows that he started out on, and he and it's terrible, and okay. he's bad in it. He's great as number five, <laughs> but it's one of those shows that oh, nobody is a good actor because it's. It's yeah. one of those stuff. Right. It's a Nickelodeon. It's really funny show. watching yeah. him as a like kid with three with five crazy siblings and they're you know he's getting into hijinks and yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> All right. Marcy. Wait, that's the Nickelodeon show or the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, shit. Max will probably I told him I should show him some of that. <laughs> I was like, that's both shows you just talked about. <laughs> well, Leslie is like the super smart but kinda teenage mm-hmm. angsty character of the show. And I went with Emma Watson in her like mid teens, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Potter age because like she p- played Hermione, and I never felt like like I always felt like she should have been the one because she's fucking smart. Like she she <laughs> she basically saves them. She's the hero. She's the hero, right? Yeah. And so I thought it would be fun if she got to be the one. Oh, and okay. also like my later pick for. Dr. Crusher, I feel like, is, like, a perfect mix-up of, like, the mother-daughter relationship. But uh, I I just think she does, like, the smarty pants, kind of obnoxious, but, um, like, gets shit done kind of character really well. So I went with Emma Watson. Okay, well, wow, I'm I'm surprised I've got my whole list still available to me. Um, I guess, it's, do I want to go with the boy or the girl? And I kind of feel the boy, as much as I'd like to throw uh, another female into the mix, I, I just think this actor embodies Wesley a little bit more. I got to go with the obvious Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Yeah. Mm. he. I mean, he, he, he is Wesley now. He is Will Wheaton today. Well, Will Wheaton of then today. All right, Rob, which Wes Anderson alum will be playing Wesley? Well, if I was going, I, I am going modern day, you know, like the age that these actors are now. So I couldn't go with my first choice, which is oh, absolutely Jason Schwartzman. Right? I'm not going to. No, I have already <laughs> locked in um, Jared Gilman, who is the star of, of Moonrise Kingdom. He's the young boy yeah. with the coonskin cap. Um, no, I think he's great. Yeah, he'd be good. Uh, you know, he's just a good, good nerd. So I'm going with Jared okay. Gilman. 
All right. Well, I thought we would have all four of the Stranger Things kids here. <laughs> so great. I'm glad we mixed it up. Uh, all right, Marcy, you get to tell us about Troy. Are we going to talk about our second yeah, picks? Yeah. For oh, I'm sorry. Yes, thank you for keeping me honest. Yeah, anyone have some great... So I did pick one of the kids from Stranger Things as my second choice for this. I picked um, Gaten Matarazzo. I feel right. like he's so adorable when you see him in interviews. Like, he is a fucking smarty pants. And <laughs> I love him as a person outside of Stranger Things. So, like, I think his personality in real life is very much more like Wesley. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also... I don't know. I, I'm picking what my ideal Wesley would be, I guess. My right. ideal for all of these characters as opposed to the exact, you know, what that character <laughs> was in this show. And so, yeah, these Emma Watson and Gaten are like two people that I think could bring a little bit more to the role than what Will Wheaton did. <laughs> oh, no. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I thought Millie Bobby Brown, I thought would be a fun uh, Leslie Crusher, but uh, I think if I were to go number two, I'm already kind of regretting it almost, but Storm Reed, she was the girl in Wrinkle in Time. Oh. Uh, she also has a small part in the new Suicide Squad movie and knocks it out of the park in her two very short scenes. She's just a really great actress. We know she can play the nerd because of Wrinkle in Time. I, I think she would also be a great pick. Mm, that's good. Uh, all right, Marcy, take us down Deanna Troy's Ooh, casting. This be a good one. All right, so Deanna Troy, she's the counselor of the Enterprise, empathetic, mm-hmm. can read minds, is the Imzadi of Riker. Got to um, have some good chemistry with whoever you cast for Riker. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I uh, I definitely wanted to do some gender swapping with this because I oh. feel like there's some guys out there that could be really amazing counselors and Keanu Reeves is my first pick for this because wow okay I feel like if you see how he is as a person like and just like in his roles just so calm Mm -hmm. so like I don't know low tone and able to really I don't know. I just feel like I would tell Keanu Reeves anything and he could fix all of my problems because he's so adorable and he's so kind. Um, Is there a movie, like a specific movie or two you're thinking of him from? Because he's played a lot of different roles throughout the years. There's a recent movie. I'm trying to remember what it's called where it's him and I think Janine Garofalo and they go to a wedding together. Um, And it's like a romantic comedy. Uh, It's a Winona Ryder. Um, Him and a Winona Ryder, I think. Yeah. Winona Ryder, um, that's right. I just... Destination Wedding. Destination Wedding, that's it. Oh, and then he was in the one where um, the lake yeah. house... I was going to make a joke. He's like, somewhere between the lake house and John Wick. That's the that's Counselor Troy. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I want to see the, I wanna see the <laughs> yes, Counselor John? Troy, John Wick scene. Yes, John Bowles. <laughs> lake house, John Wick... I just want to see some counselor. counseling with some yes. bullet time. I want to see some Matrix yeah. bullet time counseling. Just well, now I, I, I want the episode where like Troy's pet Tribble gets killed and she just goes on a fucking war path. She grabs the phaser cannon. Also, I'd fuck Keanu Reeves. Uh, all right. Oh well, I'm next. Troy. Oh, I did like my Troy. So I was trying to think a little kind of ethereal, kind of like someone who could kind Ethereal-y? of. Thank you. Because uh, yeah, she is only half human. She's half Betazoid. So I wanted someone who could feel a little bit alien. 
Yes. Uh, so I was trying to think of like just actresses who can embody that and still kind of get across the the strength of Troy, but yeah, the uh, the emotional uh, Stevie Nicks flowy vibe of Troy. So I'm going with Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones. Uh, I think you know she's yep. got the big eyes. She kind of just looks a little off, but still gorgeous. Is and that the redhead? She was the queen who married uh, Tomlin and then got blown oh, up with the weird yeah. like Spoilers. with the little cute half smile the thing she yeah. does. She also flirted with Captain America, and uh, she's been yeah. in a lot of other stuff. She deserves a lot more, but we all remember her from Game of Thrones. Rob, um, uh, mine seemed pretty obvious. I don't. Uh, boy, I don't have a lot to say about her, but I chose from Rushmore, Olivia Williams wow. as Troy. I think she just oh, okay. got it, you know, not just because she's a brunette and an actress. I think she's got <laughs> the right accent and the right, uh, she's also in like the sixth sense, uh, as the wife. Mm. So she's just, you know, understated and uh, just would be a good okay. listener. So Olivia Williams. Olivia Williams. All right. Is my choice. Troy, I have two front runners for Troy. This was a tough one for me because, like, Marcy picked an A-lister, and honestly, I think the biggest A-lister on my list is one of my Troy roles. But I think I'm gonna have to go with Jamila Jamil. Mm, oh, okay, nice. the good place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and from the upcoming She-Hulk, Tahani. That's right. Oh. Yeah, ah, I picked her. I picked her because, yeah, the same thing, sort of the otherworldly and able to pull off both serious and lighthearted and i don't know i think obviously the good place is what i know from the Mm -hmm. best i think she could carry the weight of that between both the dealing with her mom and dealing with serious situations true yeah we've seen her have mommy issues so yeah Uh, no yeah that's that's really good uh all right any any honorable mentions you want to throw out Anne hathaway was my second like i was like it was a coin toss between Anne Hathaway and Jamila Oh, Jamil. sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. My okay. backup is coming up later, so I don't know if I want to mention it. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I, Lupita Nyong'o, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. really wanted to pick. And maybe, well, I'll save her because she's still a maybe for Dr. Crusher. Maybe Kristen Ritter I was also t- toying with. Oh, Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I was thinking Jeff Bridges would have been amazing in this role. Like, think of him as the Big Lebowski, and then like <laughs> you coming into his office, he's drinking like a white Russian. You're telling him your problems, and you know he'd figure it out. He'd figure out how to. You really think the essence of Troy is surfer dude pot smoker? I so look, it's loose basis here Keanu because and- i'm thinking of the role which is a counselor and somebody who has to be empathetic and we found that troy you know like doesn't really play the counselor role very well and in my mind i was like i really want somebody who like when you go into their office you're, she's not like sitting there like this it's like <laughs> it's fucking the big lebowski's got his oh, like man. house coat on and mm-hmm. you're like dude I was trying to, like, this is Jordy. I was trying to fuck Christy on the holodeck, and it just wasn't working. I was like, dude, I'm the dude, man. We can figure this out. Like, let's talk about it. Let's you know? listen to some whale sounds. Boy, I'm going to drink my, say, white, yeah. my, my, my white Romulan. What, what do you think of my rug, man? Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, man, I totally felt that that guy was lying, bro. I mean, can you imagine? It would be amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, nice. All right. Well, I get to, uh, to talk about Worf, our Klingon warrior, who with uh, 
deep doubts about who he really is inside. Uh, this is fun because, you know, you could get someone who really embodies the physical presence of like a towering Klingon who could really, even if he's going to lose a bunch of battles, looking at him, you at least think he's going to win the battle. And then someone who has the drama and gravitas to really kind of carry home the, the deadbeat dad element of Worf. Uh, I would be happy to see. And interestingly, this was a very close top pick for Picard. I didn't think Worf and Picard would share the same actor. But I'm going to use it for Worf, Idris Elba. Ha! He's on my Picard list. I knew that's who you were talking <laughs> he's, about. He's also I on my Picard it. list. Okay, all right. Well, I stole him for Worf. I'm sorry. I he was a see, second pick. Oh. I want to see that growl, that aggression, <laughs> that dominance. I just watched The Suicide Squad last night, and it, it tipped nice. me over into a Worf, Worf realm. It's a good one. Me? You. <clears throat> um, there's not, you know... The Wes Anderson, the cadre of uh, actors, there's not a lot of <laughs> strong men. So this actor is going to be uh, maybe a little CGI muscle or a little little padding. But I wanted somebody, okay. but you mentioned Gravitas and like a unique voice and a unique look. I wanted to go with Willem Dafoe as Worf. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's who. I, that's exactly who I was thinking. Yeah. I think he could Willem do Dafoe it. Willem Dafoe from, he's in Life Aquatic and uh, he's the like... Voice of the rat in Fantastic Mr. All Fox, right. the weasel. Well, he's the heavy. He's and the he's, heavy in Grand Budapest. He's the heavy. Hell. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The, he is imposing in that movie. He manages to, like, have this fear-inducing presence. So I'm going Willem Dafoe, even if it's just, you know. Love it. He's not, like. Love it. He, he's wiry. So he's not, it's not going with the wharf. Well, strength. I mean, Michael Doran is not, like, super muscular sure. as wharf. Sure. Like, yeah. That's me. Okay, John. Uh, I did pick somebody super muscular. Um, a couple of my choices were I'm gonna have to go with Winston Duke from Black Panther. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The no, chief good. of the competing nice. tribe. I think like, he could like I picturing the role that Worf plays and not wanting to go with somebody super A list. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Winston Duke could absolutely sell it. He's got the physical and and you know acting chops. Yes. Yeah, he's got the acting chops. He's good actor. Yeah. I didn't even think of him, but he's good, yeah. All right, well, this is where I toss my hotties. (laughs) Uh, It was really hard for me to pick between these two sexy bros. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still looking at them trying to decide. Uh, I think I'm still going to have to go with Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. He's my a. Killmonger. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's so dreamy and also yeah. just like a good actor. I think he can play yeah. that serious aspect of Worf, like the honor piece, which is basically what Killmonger was kind of all about, was like his own yeah. sense of honor, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. But like... Damn, is he hot? That's why I picked him. I think that's great. He was yeah. on my short list for Riker, but you're right. You're right. He could pull off a good wharf. All right. Yeah, yeah my, my honorable mentions were pretty obvious ones. Dave Bautista and Jason Momoa, Tom Hardy, they, they'd all be great. Yeah, Tom Hardy was my Growling. second choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My only other one on my list was Terry Crews. Sure. Yeah, I thought of him. Um, any Any extras there, Rob? Um, no, actually, the couple of mine are single choices, mostly because the actors yeah. are way too old. Like, a lot of Wes Anderson <laughs> actors are old men. So, they are. <laughs> I did not have a lot of fourth options. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, 
Give us the latest and greatest on Jordy, Rob. Again, this was a tricky one. I, I a lot of the actors that yes. I had to pull from, I can't really picture having like technical science exposition. You know, mm. um, really? I mean, isn't that? It's not super sci-fi exposition, but there's a lot of technical exposition in Wes Anderson. Yeah, but I can't picture these. I don't know any actors I had available. Like, I just I, this is one I'm really torn on, um, and I hate to go with the B or C lister, but after looking at all the uh, shuffling everybody around, I decided to go with Tony Revolori, who is the actor from um, Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, not not oh, only because yeah. I didn't want to whitewash every role, and that's not because I want him to be mm-hmm. a token uh, person of color, but oh, I yeah. already, I, I you know Wes Anderson has very uh, color colorless cast in a lot of ways, and uh, Tony Revolori I really like in Grand Budapest, and I think he could have that sensitivity. I think I think of Jordy as a sensitive Bella, um, and there's just nobody on my list. There's nobody that could like compete with Levar Burton as far as just like. So, yeah. Tony Rivalori, if you see Grand Pass yeah. Hotel, you'll picture it. John, Jordy. I had two picks. I really like both of them. I'm going to have to go back to the good place and choose William Jackson Harper. God dang it. That's great. I think he could play that role so perfectly between the awkwardness mm-hmm. and it's like, we know he can do techno babble. Yeah. And we know he can sell. The comedy and the drama side of it. It's like, oh, yeah, he. Chidi is basically a more intense version of Jordy. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, no, and he looks just like him. Yeah. You see him yeah. in Mids- Midsommar? Not yet. I have no. not seen Midsommar yet. He's in that. Oh, he's in that too. Shit. Now, Ooh, another reason oh, I gotta to watch, watch that. it. And Florence yeah. Pugh. I've got to get on, put that on my list. All right. Can't wait to hear Marcy's Jordy. All right. So. I just went totally off board with this because I love me a funny inter- engineer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, went not at all Jordy like And I was like, <laughs> I want Melissa McCarthy <laughs> as the Jordy character. I was like, sure, sure. <laughs> I love the idea of I her like just like choice. bumbling around and not being very good with men and just like, oh man, like saying all kinds of silly stuff. And I don't know, like, I love a funny engineer and I love the idea of her. Like, what would it be like if a Melissa McCarthy Jordy was like talking to Picard? I mean, it just fills mm-hmm. my heart with joy just thinking about that. I just, I just love seeing her like on the comm, like screaming up to the bridge about <laughs> <Yeah>. everything happening. <laughs> like she would be a great blend of like Jordy and Scotty. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, yeah. and and she would totally own the engineering door dropping role. Like she would, oh, yeah. she would practice <laughs> yeah, yeah. the hell out of that. <laughs> like, yes. she would. Get under she Sell that so shit. That's an excellent choice. Uh, and, <laughs> and I'm sure, like the the super awkward uh, second uh, Leah Brahms episode would have been much more, yeah, better handled oh. and like awkwardly oh my hilarious. God. Yeah, yeah. See okay. her explain to some guy why he's hitting on her. Oh my god, that would be good. Oh damn it, Marcy, that's good. That's good. That's a very that's good. good. That's better than any of my others. Um, okay. Uh, well, now I've got I've got two. I think I'm going to go. I I'm going to go back to another TV show as well, John. I'm going to go back to Future Man and go with Josh Hutcherson as my Jordy. Oh, okay. I like him. I like him. Young, eager, pretty awkward. 
funny Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Any runners up? Donald Glover was my close runner yep. up. Donald Glover was my second yeah. choice. Yeah. Nice. I did think about yeah. Luke Wilson as Jordy for a moment, <laughs> but I don't know. He's just kind of a blank slate to me, Luke Wilson. I like him in Bottle Rocket, but No, I, I like your pick. It's got more um character to it. Yeah, a little more um uh, empathy. Not empathy, I don't know. Yeah. A little more depth. My second pick was Ricky Gervais, because I just like, <laughs> I love the idea of like Ricky just giving shit back to the captain. Like, I just like, because there's yeah. always calling down to engineering, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got to imagine what it would sound like if Ricky was like fucking with the captain and like <laughs> fucking with everybody on the crew. Uh, all right. John, I believe you are introducing Dr. Beverly Crusher. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Detective extraordinaire mm. and scientist badass. Mm. Um, that was my Charlize Theron. Oh, okay. Mm. I actually okay, like yeah. my second runner-up better. I will absolutely have to go with Heather Graham mm. as Dr. Crush. Nice. Wow. Like okay. Heather Graham now. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you saw the new Stand miniseries. No. Um, it was dog shit. I saw some of it. It was boring as hell. Yeah, it was boring. The only compelling character in that whole thing was Heather Graham playing Rita Blakemore. Okay. And I was thinking about it like, okay, we've seen her as a doctor in Scrubs a little bit. So we know she can do, you know, and we know she's a powerful actor. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Heather Graham. Okay. I was a fan of hers. Fan of hers from uh, Swingers when I was, you know, in my perfect age to like Swingers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then Boogie Nights, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Marcy. Uh, so I went old school with this one. I mm. was like, mm. Catherine Hepburn would be an amazing wow. Dr. Crusher. <laughs> like young Catherine Hepburn. Because she definitely has, like, the hair for it and the, like, funny but, um, like, silly kind of attitude that Crusher has. Um, She's always smart in all of the movies that she plays in. And then it matches well with my Emma Watson as Wesley because if Mm. you look at them side by side, they look, like... almost exactly alike and i think it would be like a fun dynamic because emma watson is kind of they're both sort of a little bit refined but also a little bit silly and i think that those two characters would go well together yeah no that's true i can see that yeah all right i might need your guys's help on this one i don't know my first and second i'm really torn between the two it kind of is going to depend who ends up being my Picard and who would have the best chemistry with them. Should I go with my 40-year-old actress or my 50-year-old actress? 50. 50. I 50. went with age-appropriate okay. to Picard. Yeah, also, that yeah. might be best for... Yeah, most of my Picards are older. Okay. Jennifer Connelly as ah. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Oh! She's, she's got the strength. She could stand up to him. Lately, she's been playing cold villains, but we know from like her earlier work that she can she can carry the warmth and uh, and she just like the mummy. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like from the like a role in the mummy? She wasn't in the mummy. <laughs> that was Rachel Weisz. Oh right, she also would have been a good yeah. pick. Why was I yeah. picturing Jennifer Connelly? I just now I was picturing Jennifer Connelly in Black Widow. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rachel Weisz. <laughs> uh, I have 
had huge crushes on both of them. So uh, yeah, I think that's oh, where yeah, I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at too. All right, Jennifer Connelly. How about Wes Anderson's Doctor Crusher? Oh well, we gotta go. Well, you know, say what you will about her uh, her blog and sure. her various pseudosciences, but Dr. Crusher, even the red hair from current roles is Pepper Potts. We've got <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. 100% agree. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like, I love her in uh, Royal Tenenbaums a lot. Love that look. Mm-hmm. Her fur coat. And, anyway, but that's not what she's doing here. I just, it's just to show her range. Um, and then, you know, she's done romantic stuff. I want to so, fuck her in her fur coat. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I want to fuck her with her head in a box. <laughs> right? Yeah, just the role. Her role as uh, the head in the box. We know that she can. She has range. Uh, you know, she doesn't Shakespeare in love, and so she's yeah. done the romantic stuff. So, uh, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is my choice for Doctor Crusher. Totally. All right, Marcy. Oh boy, you get to introduce us to William Riker. Ooh. Oh my nice. gosh, Ensign Marcy, bring it. I did not think that I would get the first pick on this character. This is the one I was waiting for because if you've been listening to me throughout this show, so Riker is the character that's got the like gleam in his eye. Mm. He's the smiley guy. He's the guy that likes to fuck everybody, <laughs> but is also like good at everything. And um Also, you know who my favorite actress is. And my first show that I ever watched, like, regularly. Can you think of who that actress is? Oh, really? Fucking Lucy Lawless (laughs) would hit this out of the park. Lucy and Keanu, Imzadi. Yes! I mean, come on. Like, Lucy Lawless as Xena is basically Riker. I mean, she fucks everybody in that show. Like, everyone. (laughs) It doesn't matter who it is. She's she's cunning, she's smart, she's sexy, she's all those things. She's got that killer smile. Like, when she laughs at things, you're like, I'm paying attention. She would never let Picard go on an away mission. Yeah, she's fucking amazing. Like, if I saw her, I'd probably have a heart attack. I'd probably just <laughs> faint in front of her. <laughs> all right. Okay, um... Riker was my easiest one. I've got so many picks for Riker, oh, wow. and I love them all. Uh, but I think my number one is going to be Poe Dameron himself, Oscar Isaac. Ah, he can be yep. funny. He can be sexy. He can be strong and leading, action-oriented. He's got it all. Love it. He looks great in a beard. Oscar Isaac. Don't know if he can play the trombone, but would love to watch him try. <laughs> oh, but he he can go from a big old smile to a serious scowl in about half a second. Exactly. So yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm happy with that one. That's good. Um, I had a, uh, a difficult choice here as well. Not a lot of sex symbols in Wes Anderson films. I mean, <laughs> not a lot of young sex symbols. <laughs> I had to go with this is not age this is you know this is an older Riker uh mm-hmm. I and it's maybe a little I feel like it's a little <laughs> hack but I got to go George Clooney the voice oh, of Oh no uh, yeah yeah the voice of uh, of uh, the Mr. fantastic Fox. Mr Fox um yeah cuz I just couldn't think right? of anybody else like the other people we'll talk about our second choices in a moment but sure um yeah George Clooney is just charming and you know I think he's got the he's got the goods yeah. I mean younger George Clooney for sure we're we're going to definitely have to uh just yeah. his uh, career sights for current Clooney, but no, I right. think I think he can still pull the character off. Yeah, he's not uh, not 
not playing quite the same uh, character for sure. Yeah, which means I now have to take George Clooney off my Picard list. Oh, huh. he wasn't high up there, but he he was he made it to the long short list. John, so I found I tried to stick as close again to the original actress as possible. So I found three very talented, funny, and tall men, mm. and. Honestly, Riker was my toughest one to pick my first choice because, like, I'm looking at this list of three right now. Like, God, any one of them I think could be great, but I'm going to have to pick Bill Hader. <laughs> oh, interesting. I... As Riker. After seeing Barry, I think he could pull it off. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it'd be interesting to see him in a beard in season two. <laughs> and again, going with my Troy, I think he could have really good chemistry with with whoever Troy ends up being, but definitely Jamila Jamil. Nice. I I had him on a kind of my long short list for Q, Bill Hader. (laughs) Ah, nice, nice. I can see Um, that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that for him. Uh, Yeah. Honorable mentions. I, I was, I was very close to picking Justin Theroux. I love Justin Theroux. Oh, yes. Yes. And he can, he can pull the humor and the intensity as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just didn't look quite as good in a beard as Oscar. What okay. do you what do you like him from mostly? Justin Thoreau. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, li- I liked. I watched the leftovers. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, well, he's so fucking well. That good was my because I know him mostly from like the dumb comedies from the David Wayne comedies like Roll right. oh, uh, right. um, uh, Wanderlust. I love him. Hand, right? Love him in Your Highness, where he plays the gross wizard. He's hilarious. And then I watched the leftovers and was like, holy shit, is this the same actor? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he's. He also transforms in in the in the uh, Netflix series Maniac, which I really enjoy. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Uh-huh. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's really good in that. Yeah, he's yeah. got a very different. Uh, hard to recognize in that as well. Are you saying the guy yeah. from Leftovers is the guy that was the molester wizard in Your Highness? Well, not the the main bad guy wizard, right? Oh, no, that's no, right. No, 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 okay, no. I was yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. cannot get the molester wizard out of my head. So when you said <laughs> not the puppet, not the puppet, <laughs> not the puppet, I was like, he's the voice for that yeah. creepy puppet. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're <laughs> no. right. He is that guy. That's yeah. funny. Jumping. No. Um, uh, my two runners up were Joel McHale and uh-huh. Zachary Levi. Oh, okay. And I think okay. all three like all three of those I'm like, God, they could all pull it off, I think. And yeah, well, I, think, I think Bill Hader would be yeah, Joel McHale would be a I fun like Riker. Yeah. Uh any runners up? Oh, I thought I, I would have thought uh Riker would have been good for um the pianist. Oh, Adrian, oh, Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah, I yeah. Thought yeah. about I thought about Adrian Brody. I haven't seen enough Adrian Brody to picture it, uh, but yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, young Alec Baldwin, you know, he's the oh, voice of sure. the Royal Tenenbaums. Bombs. Yeah. Young Bruce Willis when he was like moonlighting, <laughs> uh, you know, like the from early days when he was a romantic character in Moonlighting. Okay, I get Data. Data was tough. Ooh. Data was super Data tough. Data was really tough. Um, I have a lot of weird ones. I think my favorite one is probably about 10 years older than I would have preferred. Uh, 10 years ago, I would have gone with him in a heartbeat, but he still looks pretty young. And I think with the makeup, he could still pull it off. And I, I just think he's the best person for the job to both play Data, to play Lore, to play Soong, Alan Tudyk. Mm. Alan Tudyk. He's played a robot in iRobot. Mm-hmm. He, we know he's funny, but he can also pull like the creepy, intense. I don't want to give it away, but there's a TV show where there's a serial killer, and when you find out that the serial killer is Alan Tudyk, it's shocking and oh, then amazing yeah. Yeah. when you realize how good he is at it. So, yep, yep, Alan Tudyk, good choice. I like him a lot. Um, my data, I had a couple of options, but then it became crystal clear 
the only person that can play Data is Tilda Swinton. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Actually, good. That's a good that's choice. Good. That's a yeah. good choice. Uh, <sighs> I added yeah, on my Picard that... shortlist. Ooh, nice. Yeah, there wasn't many other people that I... I mean, I guess you could play a couple different characters, but I thought it'd be really fun to see ageless, smooth-skinned Tilda Swinton as an android. Uh, yep. And I would love to see her lore. That would be amazing as well. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. 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 Okay, John? This was a tough one for me. I went with somebody who I know can act very well and who would make a good lore also, but also somebody who can play probably very knowledgeably the role of exploring, you know, what it means to be something new. Um, someone new. I chose Elliot Page. Okay, yeah. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice, so, I like that. Yeah. That's great. Uh, on, on both uh, an acting skill, I think I can yeah. definitely see it, and as, as kind of a meta sense, that's that's really good. Yep, yeah. All right. Nice. But also, like, the innocence, the innocence yeah. they, they convey, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that, like, the role that he plays in Umbrella Academy is kind of like yes. that, in the sense that... Yes. They're learning out a B, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I think that was probably one of my biggest drivers. Like, oh yeah, Umbrella Academy. Like, you see them run the gamut, him run the gamut from completely innocent to like, oh, this has been my whole life has been determined by something else. He so, got his yeah. emotion chip. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, Marcy. So, this is an easy one for me. Everybody knows I love me some bones. So, I pick Emily Deschanel to play Data because basically her role is being an emotional, logical character. And so, she could play Data, but she also, in that role, is learning to find out how to be have emotions with her partner. And I don't know. I just felt like she could play all of those emotions because she's basically done it for 12 seasons so i thought she would be a fun data nice yeah wow never never even occurred to me but i think yeah i think you're right that's good um i love Um, all my honorable mentions so i'll just throw them out um tom hiddleston yeah uh, doug jones of course would be really Mm. an interesting looking data but it would be fun to see him without like makeup or just you know just robot makeup Mm -hmm. um John Mulaney, maybe, was kind of <laughs> one of my outliers. And then... Oh, okay, I could see that. Maybe Elijah Wood? I think Elijah Wood could do it. <laughs> I love your uptick in your voice there. <laughs> Elijah Wood! I, Elijah Wood's on my list, but not for data. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of like him from, uh, you know, Sin City and, and um, Eternal Sunshine. He, he kind of plays those weird roles. I think he could do it. I did picture Ed, Ed Norton uh, and Adrian Brody, both as options. Okay. Just, you know, if they're just playing kind of deadpan, like, I figure they could both just do that. I picked uh, Riz Ahmed and uh, mm. Robert Pattinson. Oh. I think both of them could actually pull it off pretty okay. well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I didn't pick any other ones for that role. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> I get Guinan. Yes, Guinan. Yeah, we're going to divert into kind of our guest stars now before hitting the big dog Picard at the end, so... Lead us, lead us in with Guinan. Uh, we got Guinan, the ten forward bartender, and uh, yes, who is? Uh, hmm. Uh, this is another one that I did not want to whitewash, uh, and I wanted somebody who also has just a great. This is a different direction for Guinan, but I was thinking Danny Glover. Okay. As a you know, what, which, person who's 
been around. He's in Royal Tenenbaums. Yep. Oh, yeah. Angelica yeah, yeah. Houston's love interest in That's Royal right. Tenenbaums. Okay. It's not just because, again, not just because I don't, I don't want to whitewash, but also I think he would be a really fun no, bartender. I, yeah. Counseling people and uh, and and showing some, you know, a, he is old like Guinan is, so you know he's yep. got that go for him. Mm-hmm. Danny Glover. All right, John T. Bold. Uh, I only had one pick again. I went with uh, somebody as close to, I think, actors at the time the show started. So Whoopi Goldberg was younger then, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, somebody who's younger, highly talented, multi, you know. Like very very talented across several different uh, medium, um, Janelle Monet is my main nice. cho- made and only choice for Guinan. Nice, okay. I think she can play ageless and wise while also looking young at the same time. Who is that? Janelle Monet. She was uh, she's a singer. She was in Hidden Figures. She was the okay. engineer. Yeah, uh, not the main character, but the one who helped work on the Mercury. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, Marcy. Who's your Guinan? So Guinan, the sage of the universe, lives a thousand years. Mm-hmm. This was kind of hard for me, but then suddenly this actress pops into my head and I'm like, was listening to the Office Ladies podcast because I love The mm. Office. And they had one section that Catherine Zeta-Jones read out loud. And Ooh. I was like, oh. Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm like, that would be an amazing because like her voice, mm-hmm. her I think she's Welsh. Her accent is amazing, and I feel like she could pull off that. T- I mean, she's timeless looking. I mean, she's so gorgeous, and just like I think she has the gravitas to kind of pull it off. So I picked Gath- Catherine Zeta Jones. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I had a few Guinans. You know, I was trying to think of someone since Guinan, since Whoopi Goldberg was like a big star at the time. I kind of wanted to try to emulate that, and I've got some options, but I think. Who I'm going to pick is kind of my, like, outside-the-box choice. I think I'm going to go Eddie Izzard for, for Guinan. <laughs> and, and, you know... Well, like, that would be fun. <laughs> and she could kind of play it as a non-binary. She's an alien, so, like, you know, she could he could play him as a male. She, he could play him as a woman. But I think I, Eddie could get across that, like, wisdom, but still, like, the sardonic humor that Guinan is so good yeah. at. Yeah. I like it. I, I like that. Good choice. Well, any any good uh, backups for Guinan? I had no backups. <laughs> well, I uh, I really wanted to get Linda Hamilton in there somewhere, so oh. I I threw her threw her down for Guinan. But I mean, yeah, I think she would have been another good Tasha option in her younger years. But of course, I also yeah, feel like yeah. older Linda Hamilton, like in her real life, has gone through a lot, and she's also like timeless kind of looking in my opinion like yeah amazingly strong feeling and so i kind of get but she doesn't really have the humor and i think Catherine zeta jones could like pull out the humor but maybe not linda hamilton so much <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she'd kill data every chance yeah. he got, so, yeah, I mean, it'd just be a reflex it's come from the future <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that she actually has a shotgun behind the bar, <laughs> not a laser. <laughs> I thought maybe Amy Poehler, I because because oh, uh, again, be Whoopi was a comedian, and like, yeah, yep, she's got her yep. advice podcast or YouTube series where like she gives sage advice. I, think I really like your your ones for this one, Cameron. Oh, thank you. And I thought she could pull off the hats as well. 
Maybe or Jodie Foster. I'm going to oh, steal yeah. your Amy Poehler. Yeah? All right. Marcy makes oh, a steal. Oh, man. Melissa McCarthy and Amy Poehler on Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? Um, John. John, give us Q. Oh, damn. Okay. Q. I had so many good choices for Q. Uh, damn it. It kind of depended on Mike Picard, too. <sighs> yeah. Right. Um, it always has kind of bugged me about Patrick Stewart being British and Picard being French. <laughs> so my cue is, let me pronounce this right, Matthew Amalric. Okay. Who was from? the bad guy from Quantum of Solace. He mm. was the Oh, the French... weird-eyed guy with the long yes, hair? Yes, the weird-eyed guy with the uh, the longer hair, and he was in- uh... And he has that weird accent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very talented French actor, and um, huh. once you know my Picard pick, you'll understand why. Because I was like, "All right, if, he, if oh Picard's going to be... be Daniel Craig or something, <laughs> yeah, that would be all... oh fuck, he would be a good Picard. <laughs> ah, that's, not, that's not terrible. Okay, yeah, I just googled this guy. That is not a bad Picard choice. So yeah, I'm gonna go have. I had a lot of good runners up, but I'm gonna have to go with Matthew Emmerich. That's that. that's good. I yeah, I totally recognize him now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marcy. All right. Well, as you can tell, I've done a lot of gender swapping, and it doesn't stop here with Q. <laughs> what, what, what? I was like, I want a mostly female cast for Star Trek, and I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I love watching science fiction, and Westworld is one of the best science fiction shows oh. there is. Um. And Tandy Newton, mm. who plays Maeve, kind of really has that uh, ability to transform herself into, like, so many different types of roles to get what she wants. And she also That's has that choice. playfulness and that ability to kind of get people to do what she wants in that mm-hmm. that show. And, you know, she's gorgeous. She's all those things that I want to be in life. And Q can, like, make everything appear. So I just w- love the idea of Tandy Newton being able to do whatever she wants to do in the world. So I, I was going to say, I love Tandy Newton. I could see her in almost any of these roles, yes. honestly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, She's honestly. Great. Okay. Uh, yeah. Q. I've got so many Qs. And they all go in different directions. And it really came down. I'm still teetering on the fence. But I think, I think I'm going to go from... Lovecraft Country and the new MCU villain, maybe if that's what they're going to do, Kang, he who remains, Jonathan Majors. Nice. Uh, yeah, his performance in that last episode of Loki, like he felt alien, like he did not feel human the way he was performing that. And uh, so, and we saw like his humor and his playfulness there, but we know he's got like the dramatic chops to make it serious, make it dark, uh, make it menacing. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Rob. Um, yes. Uh, well, Jeff Goldblum next. <gasps> he was on mine, oh. but yeah, that's, that's, that's the obvious, yeah, for you. Uh, Absolutely. I considered Jude Law for a moment. I thought Jude Law could yeah. play oh, it okay. fun, kind of fun and, you know, do some character stuff there. But yeah, I mean, Jeff Goldblum. 100%. Who, I couldn't find anywhere else to slot him in. And, you know, I thought about him for Data momentarily. Oh. Uh, which would be weird. He, he'd have to be reserved. He's just he wouldn't too be able to like. For that. <laughs> <laughs> His animal magnetism yeah. would not data allow him to be data. 
Yeah, yeah well, Data's got that animal yeah. magnetism, too. But uh, No, Jeff Goldblum was on my short list for my non-Wes Anderson cast. So, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. he's great. He's great. Gotta go. Gotta go, Goldblum. All right, Anybody so else? backups. I backups. had Ben Foster oh. and Elijah Wood. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, and James McAvoy. Those are my oh, three. Oh, interesting. McAvoy's a yeah. decent choice. Yeah. I picked Guy Pierce and Hiddleston. Yeah. Nice. I had Hiddleston. Guy Pierce would be good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, David Tennant or Sacha Baron Cohen. I thought it would be oh, a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. He wouldn't have been right, but Jason Manzukas, I would just love to watch him needle Picard and annoy Picard. Yeah. It would be a different character, but it would be yeah. so fun to watch. My my very close second, though, was Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Jason Manzukas would be fun. It would be hard <laughs> so. to separate him from his other sure. insane roles, though. Yeah. 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 All right, Marcy. Man, we got some- O'Brien. Well, I waxed and waned and waxed and waned, and really the only person who can play (laughs) O'Brien is Cole Meany, (laughs) because nobody can uh, be an Irishman like Cole Meany can be an Irishman. Um, (laughs) No, I think he's like the perfect, Mm. the perfect cast for that. He can still pull it off. There's no reason yeah, O'Brien yeah. isn't like it would just be fun. an older O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I actually, I mean, you're right that no one can play an Irishman like Cole Meany can play an Irishman. So I decided to change O'Brien. I, I don't know what the Mexican version of O'Brien would oh, be. Oh, I think I know who you're going to say. Who do you think? Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Michael Pena. Michael Pena, John. Oh! Exactly. <laughs> I, yes. So good. I would love to see Michael Pena on there. Yes. That's funny. That's him. I mean, I, I don't need to say anything else. I just think it. he speaks for yep. himself. That's pretty like, funny. Okay, I'll say it because he's hilarious, but he has done drama. End of Watch is amazing. And he End is of amazing Watch is fucking amazing. In it. Yeah. And because of that, we know he could play like the war-torn, haunted by his past soldier. Yep. Yep. Okay. Done. I don't know if I want my actor to do Irish or not. Uh, I think he could. Uh, he is the voice in Isle of Dogs of the dog chief, the main voice of the main dog. He is Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh nice. interesting. That was my second. My second Picard choice was Brian Cranston. Ooh, yeah, I, he, was he was on my short list for a while, but then he fell off. So. Yeah, I thought about him for Picard for a moment, too. But I didn't even remember him as, you know, Isle of Dogs is one that I don't, I really liked, but I don't remember as well. So I was... Yeah, excited to find him. I absolutely could not choose in good conscience choose somebody who wasn't Irish because there have actually been articles written about how Miles O'Brien is the best portrayal of an Irish person in pretty much any media ever mm-hmm. as far as movies and TV go. So obviously Colomini, like it'd be hard to replace him, but if somebody had to step up and play a younger version, I think Chris O'Dowd could step into the yep. everyman mm-hmm. Irish comedy and serious role and the family man, the bedraggled, you know, put upon maintenance guy. He could roll his eyes at people transporting in and being weird. I think he, I think Chris O'Dowd could yep. pull it that, off. That was my only other option. So, yep, agreed. Saoirse Ronan is the is the Irish actress that is in mm. uh, Wes Anderson. So let's let's uh, that's my second pick. Okay, uh, all right. Saoirse Ronan <laughs> is the only other Irish actor. I was really trying to find a role for uh, the voice of Fantastic Mr. Fox's wife, uh, Meryl Streep, and I was like, I don't know. Let's put Meryl Streep in as O'Brien. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. 
like, gee, I if don't only know. there were an older female character we were going to pick an actor for. <laughs> yes, like our next character, Luoxana Troy, uh, the matron of Deanna, the oversexualized, flamboyant, larger than life. Uh, and this one I did kind of try to go metaphor. To, I did try to honor the spirit of Majel Barrett. I wanted some Star Trek royalty here. Okay. There's a lot of options. There's some obvious options. I didn't take the obvious ones. They might have been better choices. Because this actress, I haven't watched that much. But I know she's good. Kate Mulgrew as Luxana ah. Troy. Oh, interesting. I, I know she's a good actress. She's still sexy. She, I know she's flamboyant. I've seen her talk. She, she, she can fill the screen. Yeah. 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 Rob? I, uh, I did not pick uh, Meryl Streep as my Luxana. No. It's got to be mm-hmm. Ethelene Tenenbaum herself, Angelica Houston. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Boom. Uh, totally. Not much to say about that one. I think she's got all of it. Yes. Yeah. I will say I had a tough because I did have one recast here. I'm like, oh, she could absolutely pull it off. But I will. I, she was my close runner up. Mm-hmm. Um, my choice for Luxfana is Amy Sedaris. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I nice. think she could, uh, she could pull off both. The drama and obviously the flamboyant comedy and annoy the shit out of Picard <laughs> easily. So yeah, Amy Sedaris would be my choice. So I was really like trying to think like somebody who I feel like has all the quirkiness that Awaxana has. And mm. so I went for Diane Keaton because I feel like mm. she mm-hmm. kind of has that Really, like, first of all, she dresses, like, really interesting, which I think is, like, Lawaxana's thing. I don't think she has so much of, like, the hypersexuality, but she she's very quirky and interesting, and I think she could bring a really interesting twist to the character. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know if she's hypersexual, huh? but I think Diane Keaton is damn sexy. Yeah, so. she is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I also just want to say I'd, I'd love to watch um, Kate Mulgrew kind of like totter around the Enterprise and not know how anything works. That would be, <laughs> yes, that, that would be, be funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Runner-ups. Um, yeah, my own my runner-up was the only recast would be Marina Marina Sirtis. Yeah, I think if she dug mm-hmm. deep and decided to just go oh, turn it to eleven, awesome. I think she could make That'd it awesome. amazing. Lawak. I also think Gates McFadden could too. Like, because yep. I kind of feel she's yeah. kind of got the ethereal kind of like just movement, like the aged hippie sort of aspect. Yeah, ethereal. Thank you, right. uh, Jane Fonda. <laughs> Jane Fonda was my other runner-up. Oh yeah. Have you heard about the side effects of taking too much ethereal? Ether- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Tell me all about them, Rob. Short-term memory loss. Uh, Can't pronounce your words. Yeah, slur- yeah. Limp slur- dick. Your words. Um, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> your one dick joke for the episode is at my expense. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you tell us you're all? Not t- you're not on ethereal. I'm not on ethereal. I just spit did, it out, did anybody? Did anybody do Barkley or not? <laughs> oh, Let's do Barkley. Let's do it. I wrote one down. Okay, sure. Okay, well, Rob, you got to start with Barkley. John just wants to do Picard. That's why you threw in an extra guy. So, Rob, take Barkley. Um, I went with this is one where I went with Jason Schwartzman. I thought it'd be fun to watch uh, modern okay. day Jason yeah. Schwartzman bumbling around. Um, yeah, that's what I went with. Okay. Max Max Fisher himself. I just, yep. you know, 
Uh, I had to go with Mr. Nervous Bumbling himself. He's age appropriate and a talented actor. And Michael Sarah as Barkley <laughs> would be so fucking fun to watch. That would be good. That would nice. be good. I'd also love to watch him just do Cyrano. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm just picturing every Barkley role. I'm like, oh, seeing Michael Sarah do that, I'd watch every one of those episodes. <laughs> just forcing all the uh, all the women on the holodeck to like cradle him <laughs> and feed him grapes. <laughs> Uh, you're right. That's good. That's good. Marcy, do you have a Barkley? Well, I didn't come prepared, but I somebody just came into my brain at the moment you guys said Barkley, and I think Rain Wilson would be a really amazing <laughs> oh, Barkley. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think he's got like the kind of weird bumbling confidence, but not confidence, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. right. And we know what he needs to be confident he can play it because we've seen it with Mud. Right. And I was no, like, holy yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. Ray Wilson, you're a badass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. I like both of mine. They're both very different. But I'm going to go with Haley Joel Osment. Again, a future oh. man alum. I'm thinking of his character mm. there where he's like bumbling and awkward. Uh and just kind of, but adorable, like you're still rooting for him, even though he's kind of doing terrible things, but for kind of good, insecure reasons. Haley Joel Osment. Uh, nice. Yeah. My second, up? way off, very different, thinking mostly of his SNL performances for this role, Adam Driver. Oh. Mm. Adam he Driver just playing watch, a total yeah. beta, I think would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Fun. That's fun. Scoop McNary was my second choice. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if anybody's seen, again, Halt and Catch Fire, but I was like, oh, this guy's Barkley through and through. So uh, I thought it'd be fun to watch Ben Stiller take a crack at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, you know, he could play that that role. Yeah. Uh, Marcy didn't have a backup because yep. she didn't know she was, we were picking that one. All right, John, you get first dibs at Picard, Jean-Luc himself. I had so many people on my oh, list, man. but again, I had to narrow it down. Um, I wanted somebody French because <laughs> if mm. he's going to be such a Francophile, you know, I'm thinking of Cam. Maybe. No, not really. Because I tried to think of a French actor, too, and I just don't know that many. Ah, Vincent Cassell. I oh, think Vincent Cassell okay. could pull it off. I think he can play both the... Serious, the romantic, the stoic, and can he do the humor parts? I think. Oh, I think he can do the humor part. I'm trying to think of like I mean, anything I've seen him not play super intense in. He's an actor. Uh, he he can. And, he can uh, do, he's he can in Ocean. The, like true. he was pretty good in the Oceans movies. In Ocean. Oh yeah, yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Vincent Cassell. Yeah, you know that's that's not bad at all. That's good. I like it. I'm looking at him. I can see it. I can picture it. Yeah. Okay, Marcy. Especially if he shaved his head. Yeah. <laughs> Jean-Luc. So there's only one man for this role. <laughs> yeah, and it's Patrick Stewart. Like, I have no idea how to fill those shoes. <laughs> well, I did, and it's okay. Denzel fucking Washington. Oh, mm-hmm. and, oh that's, man. And I don't know. I maybe told this story before, but my friend Johnny always tells me this. told me this story about him going to a Denzel Washington movie and all the women in the theater he lives in the (laughs) south uh were african-american women and the instant he would come on the screen they would go 
Martin Denzel, <laughs> and like every time I see Denzel Washington, I go Martin Denzel because I fucking love the shit out of Denzel Washington, and the movie Man on Fire I watch like every year because it's basically Picard because he's like I don't want to be with this kid. I mean Picard's not a drunk, but whatever, and he's like I hate children, and then he comes to love this child and then go on a rampage of revenge. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it's really just not Picard, Picard, but... shoving C4 up somebody's ass. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. yeah I can see just it. The, yes. But anyway, I just feel like he's got the gravitas. He's got, like, the chops to basically do the funny, to do the serious, to get them through, like, to be Locutus. I mean, mm. think about who could be Locutus and then come back from that. I don't know. My Denzel. I like it. That's, That's good. I I went on a journey with Picard. At first, I had no one. Then I put down like six different people and didn't love any of them. Then I added like a few more that I liked. And now I'm going back to some of my original six. Still on the fence. I feel like this guy. Okay, I'm going to go with, and it's not just because he looks damn fine in a bald head, but although that helps, Stanley Tucci. I think Stanley Tucci, I think he's a Shakespearean actor. He can play the drama. He, he's we know he can do kind of like the wry humor. Ah, Stanley, yeah, Stanley Tucci. Yeah. I am. I'm also having a hard time. Bill um, Murray. Yeah, I know. Bill Murray. <laughs> well, that's what I, okay, the so that's moment what, you said Wes Anderson movies. I was like, well, I know. It's that's what I thought. Yeah, I, that's exactly, totally that's what, what I had. What I had that's what I had in mind until like moments ago, because yeah, Bill Murray. I mean, he has to be OK. If this is a Wes Anderson Mm-hmm. If if he's making this, then yes, he's going to cast Bill Murray. But, or if he was making it twenty years ago, that's the problem. But Bill Murray is too Bill Murray. It's too distracting. It's too because if Gene Hackman weren't ninety now, Gene Hackman, right. James Caan or two. James Caan. Uh, he's in Bottle Rocket. Oh, but, oh. but yep. what I, I just decided at the last minute here. It's less. It's a less funny answer than Bill Murray. <laughs> um, but I think. And I don't know how old he is right this moment, but from but Salieri himself, F. Marie Abraham. Oh, yeah. Could could one hundred percent. I was just looking at pictures of him on. I was and like, a, yeah, a Star Trek can, alum. So yeah. Um, F. Murray Abraham. Look him up. Look him up. He's been around forever. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, he was the guys that like come back the to their stretching planet, the skin guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, he might be yeah, just a touch a... too old, but I think he's got those skill. I think he's like. I just don't picture Bill Murray being respected as a captain or making like choices yeah, that no, make yeah, us like, yeah. like making decisions that make us like, man, he's such a moral centered guy. Mm-hmm. Bill no, Murray just has too much baggage as good. Bill Murray. That's good. I, I'm so I don't know. Now, now I need to find another role to put. I need to slot Bill Murray into Q or something. But <laughs> oh yeah, all uh, right. No, yeah, but I think, yeah. I'm gonna I go think, F Murray. I think you made the right choice, Rob. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> backups. Right. I'm already like regretting my. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you should change it, Cam. <laughs> okay, Tom Hanks. Do we like Tom Hanks better? I like Tom Hanks, but okay. Uh, How about gender swapped? How about Sigourney Weaver or Emma Thompson? Yeah, Sigourney yeah, Weaver. That's more like it. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney. We like Sigourney. Yeah. 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 I should have stuck do. with Sigourney. Okay. Do it. Well, no, Emma Thompson might be better because she's got that Shakespeare. She's got British. Yeah. She's got like the the poise, the stick up her ass, but still. Yeah. Yeah, but Sigourney Weaver is Lacutus. Come on, how fucking terrifying would that be? God yeah. damn it, you're right. Stanley okay. Tucci as Lacutus would be laughable. <laughs> I'm, stealing <laughs> I'm stealing from myself and putting Sigourney Weaver in. 
Yeah, nice. Tucci's just a little too comedic uh, and he's, too. He's just a little too he can, nerdy. I, he doesn't yes. have a he's, commanding he's a presence. I don't think he's Which ever. Which I know a... is funny. We say that about Picard, who's Mister Nerd fucking role player, yeah, he's archaeologist like, himself. But, but think of Tucci. He's from hot, like... nerdy, and Tucci's just kind of. I mean, yeah. he's Tucci's attractive. Like the, he's got some sex appeal now. I don't think his Tucci is an alpha in any way, though. Nah, no. I guess he's not an alpha. No, no. I think Sigourney Weaver would be a damn interesting choice. It would be a little different, yeah. but. Uh, but she can do the comedy too. We've seen her in comedies. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. We're, fine. Sigourney Galaxy Weaver. Quest crossover there. So yeah. Nice. Um, my backups, obviously Idris Elba was on there, but he was actually my last backup. My backups were Christopher Maloney. <laughs> oh. And hmm. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Yeah. I and thought I like, Jason I know Isaacs, we've already but... seen Jason. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was like, oh, actually Christopher Maloney could pull it off. I think every, in every situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's not um, bad. That's good. Yeah. Any other backups? Idris Elba was mine. Danny yeah, Glover, yeah. if you you know, I have Danny Glover <laughs> as Guinan, in, but Danny Glover would be fun as a captain. But again, just kind of a, too old for this shit. You know? He's 90, Jude yeah. Law, who is surprisingly the same age Patrick Stewart was when he played, started playing Picard. Nice. Um, yep. And then Aiden, actually Aiden Gillen, uh, Littlefinger from oh, Game of Thrones, okay. was, was a really yeah. close. He was high up on he my list He kept popping up on my list again and again, but it was like each time I was like, I don't know, I, he's too goddamn smarmy in Game of Thrones that I, it was hard for me to separate him. Yeah, he plays a little more. From I saw him character. recently in that uh, Guy Ritchie Arthur movie, King Arthur movie. He plays okay. a little more yeah. likable in that. I've seen him in yeah. other things where he plays more likable. Yeah, but yeah, he gets he, killed by Bane, so yeah. he's no Sigourney. Yeah, Sigourney right. Weaver's. We did it. Place. All right, we did. Any, any other uh, thoughts or notes? Oh yeah. We uh, will put those all up on our social media, and you guys can all come and let us know who you'd swap out or if any one of us just nailed it. So, I mean, I'm just, once again, going to ask everybody to imagine a Wes Anderson directed Star <laughs> Trek, just like his take. No, I, I, I'm now picturing like them getting ready to go on an away mission and like, you know, the whole montage of like, what are we going to need? Phasers, med kit, tricorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Action sequences directed by Wes Anderson are always funny. You know, like life aquatic has yes. one where there's guns yeah. shooting and it's just very awkward and like, well, okay, and, let's, Let's look at it like this. So, Picard wants to go on an away mission. So, do you want to see Oscar Isaac telling Sigourney Weaver she can't go down to the planet? Or do you want to see Bill Hader telling Vincent Cassell he can't go down to the planet? Or do you want to see Lucy Lawless telling Denzel Washington yes! he can't go that down to the planet? Wins. Or do you want to see George Clooney telling F. Murray Abraham he cannot go down to the planet? That's great. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love it. Wait, wait. I, now I want to hear everyone's Data and Jordy pairings. Oh man, the Nerd Squad. Yeah, let's, okay. get, let's hear the Nerd Hang Squads. On, let me get these. Let me get these next to real quick. Mine's not very interesting because it's the small actors that you guys nobody knows. So <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's comes up to Data and is like, uh, "Hey, Emily Deschanel." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Melissa McCarthy, Emma Watson, and Emily Deschanel hanging out solving problems. That's a good cast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just Emma Watson like giving Melissa McCarthy such a hard time for every little thing she gets wrong. <laughs> Shit, that's good. I like. What about it. your Q oh, messing man. with your Picard? Your Jeff Goldblum messing with uh, F. Murray? That's not, oh yeah, that's fine. And that's why I went with Matthew Amalric and Vincent Cassell. I'm like, well, if. Picard's actually friends. I want Q to be French, you know, mm. pre- all French presenting also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Jonathan Majors messing with Sigourney Weaver. That'd I don't be- know. That's <laughs> Sigourney Weaver would just blast him out the air. <laughs> I would go with Justin. I would I would put Justin Theroux in the queue seat if it was Sigourney Weaver. All and right, maybe, yeah. fun time. All right, yeah. Good job, uh, everybody. Right, yeah. Well, you can find uh, those full lists and tell us your thoughts, uh, who you swap out or whatnot, at our social medias. Uh, at Greenshirt87 is on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Greenshirt Podcast. Greenshirt Podcast on Instagram. And uh, you can still always uh, rate and review us at iTunes and Podchaser. You guys, I'm really bummed out. What am I going to do? What, I, I didn't use Owen Wilson, and Owen Wilson's a big part of this shit. I thought about him for Q, but Q? You know, he's just not, he's just too uh, laid back. He'd be a good O'Brien. O'Brien, mm, okay. I put him in O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. I just want to make He's sure I mentioned years you know, and the mileage now. Early, yeah. early collaborator with Wes Anderson, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Uh, you've, just, you've got your steel left, Rob. Do you want to swap him out? You get one swap. <sighs> um. Yeah. Maybe I should. You think I should put him in instead of Brian Cranston as O'Brien? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Love it. Yeah, especially after Loki, I could totally see Owen Wilson in that role. Right. I just couldn't. After Loki, I couldn't picture him as Q because he's just not like. Right. Impish enough. He is like, you know, just kind of whatever. All right. Well, we'll have another pot, uh, another bonus episode coming up. We're not 100% sure what that is yet, but uh, look forward to that. And then uh, shortly after that, we should be getting into season five. Woo. Thanks right. for sticking around, guys. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. 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 Wow.